Hi, welcome to joining the Mitetelkom second podcast episode. The short name of Mitetelkom stands for deliberative communication. In this podcast episode, we disclose the concept behind that expression and the core concept of the entire research. The kickoff meeting has been held this week, setting sail for the Horizon 2020 research project for three years. Over the team's communication platform, the inceptive discussions are taking place for four days. And one of the first ideas to be defined there was deliberative communication. Lars North, the professor in political communication at the Mid-Sweden University, was to elaborate the notion of deliberative communication in the context of media telecom research. For our podcast, Professor Lars North will make a brief popular lookout at the key guideposts of the project. As this project deals with media-related risks and opportunities for deliberative communication, I think it's very important to ask ourselves what we mean with deliberative communication. I think it's a core concept of the whole project and it needs some reflections. I mean, we, the all countries that are participating in this project are democracies, but they are democracies in a way that every country has uh, free and fair elections and people are voting for different parties and then you get different governments based on the results of the election. And this is, of course, a sign of democracy. However, when you talk about deliberative democracy or deliberative communication, you also take into account not only the voting process, but also the reasoning and the arguing about different ideas. And some of the great theories on deliberative democracy and communication they suggest that you don't only participate in voting, but you are also meeting other people for conversations about what is going on in society. You have equal access to these public arenas when you can discuss societal topics and you are there for your own interest. You are not representing other interests or pressure groups in society. And when you have this conversation going on, you really have a working deliberative communication or a deliberative democracy. So in my view, these very high demands on this kind of democracy means that in reality, you probably will not find any country in the world today who really meets all these standards. But on the other hand, I think it's realistic to say that this is a goal to strive for. You should try to become more deliberative in democracy because it really improves the quality of democracy. The media probably plays a great role here because if media only reports about political alternatives and political candidates and mirror the political conflicts that we have in society, media do not really meet these standards of deliberative communication. When you look upon the media, you should also expect them to provide access to people on equal terms. You should ask media to encourage these public discussions about current events. So 
you demand much more of the media within this deliberative communication framework. And I think this project is very interesting in this aspect that, of course, we, we don't expect to find the perfect democracy among these countries, but we certainly will try to identify what media processes that actually improves the possible developments of deliberative communication procedures and what risks there are for fulfilling this goal to try to reach deliberative communication. So we are not looking for, for a country where deliberative communication actually exists, but we would like to map the conditions in different countries and the possibilities to go in the direction of deliberative communication. And I think that would be one of the biggest benefits of the project. This was Lars Nord, the professor in political communication at the Mid-Sweden University, telling us what the key issue of MediaDelcom, deliberative communication, is all about. On the third day of the kickoff meeting, the MediaDelcom's advisory board spoke out. One of the distinguished members of the board is Daniel Hallin, professor in communication at the University of California at San Diego. In his address to the consortium, Inter Alia, he briefly provided the American approach to the issue. I'll try to make a little contribution today by saying a few words about how the issues of deliberative communication look from the U.S. right now. We had an extraordinary year last year, of course, with the pandemic, the Black Lives Matter protests, and the general social mobilization over issues of racism, as well as the attempt by Trump to overturn the electoral process following his defeat. All these historic events produced a tremendous amount of discussion over the role of journalism. One of my best-known contributions to the study of deliberative communication, one that was referenced frequently during these discussions in the last year, is my schema of the three spheres of news, the spheres of consensus, legitimate controversy, and deviance. It's most often interpreted in the form of an argument that the sphere of legitimate controversy is too narrow and excludes too many points of view. And this is uh, often indeed an important problem. But with the crises of last year, I think we can see more clearly that the sphere of consensus is actually very important and the forms of journalism that contribute to the formation of the sphere of consensus, um, that it's very important for society to be able to reach consensus on certain kinds of issues, on a scientifically based response to the pandemic or to the climate crisis, on the rejection of racism, on the rules of the, the game of democratic politics, for example. It's also legitimate that there are boundaries to the sphere of legitimate controversy and deeply problematic when powerful political actors refuse to respect them. And for journalists, it's not clear that 
just reporting the news accurately in the traditional way is an adequate response to the kinds of threats to deliberative communication we face today. Um, in the U.S., there's a lot of interesting debate going on now about the meaning of objectivity, which of course has for so long been central to American journalistic professionalism. And journalists are really rethinking that. Um, I would add finally here that although there's a lot of reflection going on within journalism, um, I think that journalists themselves, of course, cannot solve the problems that we currently face. And we have to understand their role within the whole context of what's going on in the political system. This was Daniel Hallin speaking, the member of Media Delcom's advisory board, professor in communication at the University of California at Santiago. Three years of research are launched for the project, so that we will hear much more insights and findings related to deliberative communications. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned to hear us soon. I was Urmas Lloyd, Media Telcom's communication officer.